Hi, Tay. I am. How are you? Doing well. Lucky number week 13. Oh, my gosh. A baker's dozen. Harry Styles reference. Wow. We are such great parents. Wow. Roll the intro. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to A Pair of Carrots podcast, giving an unsparing critique of One Direction. I'm Kay. And I'm M. And in today's episode, Stole My Heart, we'll be going back to the early days of One Direction as we talk about their X Factor experience. Before we go on, we want to thank this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is Blue Light Glasses. While remote classes have been a benefit for many of us, Primarily, those of us who've never had to wear glasses before, but have always been jealous of people who get to wear very, very cool prescription glasses. It's quite fun. It's quite wonderful to finally have use for glasses to protect us from the glare of all these computers. Thank you, blue light glasses. Okay, so where do we want to start with our fun X Factor throwback? Um, uh, why don't we just start with the auditions? Liam. Liam. So, fun fact, Liam had auditioned, was it the year before? I think it would have been two years before. Oh, so the year, so, okay, a two, years, a year before, and he made it all the way to the judges' houses as a solo artist, and Simon told him, come back when you're ready. And boy, did Liam come back. I think he sang Cry Me a River. Yes, did yes miss he did. a single note. Even Simon Cowell stood up clapping for him. It was a moment. Completely. With his like super straight hair. Oh, for sure. He was ready to come and play. And I think that's the thing is that he looked like very uh like very serious, but like his talent was like, I'm here to I'm not here to play games. I'm here to become a star. And so he moved through, he moved that audition, all, everyone gave him, and everyone gave him a yes. The next performance, I mean, the next audition is Louis Tomlinson, who mm-hmm. sang Hey There, Delilah. Oh my God, this is all from memory. I'm so proud of myself. Wow. Um, I wonder what they saw in Louis, because I think, um, who was at Louis' audition? Oh, Nicole Scherzinger. And the other Louie, who's named, named Louie, said yes. Um, and apparently it says that, like, um, they knew that he was out of tune in this. And so they gave him a second chance to sing, which makes sense as to why he was actually allowed to go through, because this was not the best performance of Louie Tomlinson ever. Um, no, no. Also, I mean, can I just go back? Because I, I did look it up. And Cheryl... Um, was at Liam Payne's <laughs> first was. audition. And I just, I, again, and if, if you're not aware of Liam's child, um, you baby know. mama. Yeah. Um, the, just want to say that. Anyway, that's yeah. there. Um, the next audition was uh, Zane. Um, and Zane was not, was about to not audition, but then his mom was like, dude, you have to go. Um, mm-hmm. And so Zane sang Mario, Let Me Love You. He was the most nervous person on earth looked like a literal baby like a literal fawn who's lost his mom <laughs> um, but he did a really good job and he did acapella and like he did like his own special kind of arrangement 
he went through, obviously, uh, they all went through, of course, but he went through with all yeses. Um, next was Harold, who sang, Isn't She Lovely? His voice yeah. sounded so good. I know. And, like, even in the audition, you saw that he instantly had charmed the entire audience. Exactly. Instantly. Um, I thought that was, this was really, really good. You could tell that he'd really, really practiced. Oh, yeah. He's just really in his cute little 2010 outfit of, like, a cardigan and badly um, fitting clothes. <laughs> um, and then lastly, we had Niall. Wait, and Harry didn't get complete um, yeses either. He got a no. From who? From, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm failing. Louis? Yeah, no, it was Louis. Louis told him no. Harry, he told him, I don't think you have enough experience. I don't think you're confident enough. Um, oh, that's so funny, Harold. I know, right? Um, the rest of them say yes. Um, I think Simon was already thinking dollar signs when he saw Harry Styles. So, you know. Um, the entire audience was just like so taken with him. Niall sang, um, so sick. Yes. So sick, which I mean. A weird choice for uh, Niall. So sweet. I mean, but it's just like such a precious baby child. Um, also, pause. I'd like to thank the audience so much for um, putting up with my lack of knowledge of anything. Once again, <laughs> Ira Glass. Um, but thinking about this performance, Niall looks, I think Niall's confidence, despite how anxious he is, I just like him so, I love that when he's performing is when he's like, he's just himself and like ready to do it. And I just think it was just so sweet how confident he looked. He also just looked such a cherub. It was so cute. Um, Katy Perry was there. It was Katy Perry, Nicole Scherzinger, and Louis and Nat Simon. Um, and by Louis, we mean Louis Walsh, who is an Irish like um, producer, record person. Um, who's been on the X Factor for forever, though we have an international audience now who probably knows more than we do. <laughs> uh, but Katy Perry said, don't let me down. And then three years later at the VMAs, Niall and Katy Perry reconnected and she said, you didn't let me down. And it was very sweet. Aw. And it's so cute to think about all the people who like said no, you know. No. <laughs> and so then if you're unfamiliar with... Um, how it all worked out so they all went through as individual artists they had to do dance auditions which is so funny if you ever if you like haven't seen them for any reason and you just need to laugh please just go look up one direction dance auditions um because it's because it is great. so niall is fully invested in it though he's not very good harry is too but it's just not working zane is like what on earth am i doing we never got to see louie trying but liam absolutely was on it um, Lee, you can't see Louie actually in the, there's a Zane and Harry clip and like Zane and Harry are front Louis and center. Louie is in the background and he's, I mean, we just don't get to see it like a really good close up, but oh, he is, he's not on the Liam level, but he's a little bit better than Harry Nile, I'd say. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and so then uh, uh, in the last step of um, picking people, they were let go as individuals and then Simon said, wait a second, what about these five? But I think it's actually Nicole Scherzinger, who's, who literally it's, was the one who put the final five together. It is, a, it is a highly contested debate. I think it was Nicole Scherzinger, because Simon Cowell would never let her get away with it. True. Um, I mean, but like, it's unclear in lore, you know? In lore. Unclear <laughs> 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 in lore. But anyway, they were all brought back in stage, and as Harry Sell said, he thought they all wanted him they all wanted to come back on stage so they could 
look at them crying. But so <laughs> in an emotional, wonderful, just say yes song moment, uh, Simon said, we, we can't take you on as individual singers, but we want you to be a group. And they said, would you agree? And they said, yes. And then Louie and Harry hugged and Niall was on, and like Liam was on the floor. Zane was jumping. Niall was so overjoyed. And 10 years later, here we all are. Better for it. Yes. Yes. And what a decision, honestly. <laughs> what a decision we made. Absolutely. Um, uh, so then they went to their bungalow where they attempted to sing together and Liam said they couldn't, which was very evident <laughs> in their judges' house's performance of Torn. Yes, yes. Um, we, we we did watch all these performances back for in preparation for this because, of course, we are high-class researchers, um, as always. Um, and I will say that, like, in this performance, I do, Liam is right, we couldn't sing together, but I also think I, I noticed in particular something I hadn't noticed before. Louis is singing the chorus along with Harry, but you can't hear him. I'm like, his mouth is moving alongside, and but you can just hear Harry. And I don't know if Louis is actually singing. I feel like Louis might be lip singing. Um, he probably is singing, but like, I'm just, oh, it's just so cute. Or maybe just, perhaps, you know, when you're super nervous, sometimes when I was in choirs and I was super nervous, I just wouldn't sing. Maybe, just, but his mouth is moving. Like, his mouth is saying the words. Just so shocked. Um, so, yeah, that was torn. Thankfully, they went through, despite how ridiculous that performance was. Um, and I think, like, not to, like, there's no need to go through each each song. But I think, no. um, Harry, like, Simon Cowell, upon watching, like, all of their performances from The X Factor, you kind of understood Simon's, Simon Cowell's brilliant formula. And it remained consistent Throughout, <laughs> throughout the um, how many weeks were they like ten weeks they were on the show, um, yes. so uh, it would start with Liam singing first because as M pointed out a few episodes prior, Liam was the only person who could hit the first pitch, the first note. What's the word we're using yeah. here? Note. Let's go with that. Um, so Liam would sing maybe like half of the entire song. <laughs> And then Zayn would come in with some kind of really pretty riff or something. Harry would sing whatever small, like whatever small snippet they could find of the song that he could sing. And then they would have their boy band chorus moment. And then um, sometimes Niall would sing a bridge. Sometimes it would be Zayn. Oftentimes it was Liam. Louis was just shown on camera smiling. And then the song would be over. Um, I think... If I, if I think about, like, what I love is that Liam, like, throughout all the videos, Liam was, like, like, I, I will say, I mean, I know Louie deserves all of, like, all of it, too. Like, yes. But wow, did these, like, wow, do they need to give Liam Payne all of the credit? Yes. Yes. I think it, I think it is kind of cute, too, though, I will say. Watching the evolution of, like, stage presence in the 10 weeks. Um, and watching them, like, watching them figure out how to, like, honestly, really just Harry. Like, watching Harry figure out how to, like, get these, like, really good looks in the camera, you know? And, like, figure out how he, like, how he, like, becomes, like, Harry Styles the pop star. I mean, I think all of them do it. Like, I think Liam gets better at it, too, over time. Um, but I think that is also just, like, a big takeaway for me is that, like, yeah, they should have given Liam all the credit for their singing ability, but also, like... 
all their stage presence, really. And I think, um, okay, so their very first song was that they performed live was Viva La Vida, um, <laughs> where they were, <laughs> I mean, Simon, I mean, I, just, I think this song, um, I was like, Simon Cowell is a genius. Like, let's say what you will about how, well, however this guy moves through this, like the pop industry, but the fact that Simon Cowell saw in Viva La Vida what was possible in Four, the album, mm. how? They were off key, could not catch rhythm. Zayn literally was so nervous, he like could not keep up with the tempo. Harry Styles was just like punching the air with his shoulder. Niall was like, I'm having the time of my life. Hey, hey. <laughs> Niall, Niall reminds me of like a cruise ship director trying to sing Absolutely. And he was so, Niall was so jazzed that like his Oz in the harmony were the loudest ever. It was the only thing he did. It was so off. And so, but like, just like, the importance of potent of like being able to recognize potential, mm-hmm. but once again, they are so lucky they had Liam Payne. Yeah, I mean, and I remember too in this one. I will say that like I don't think all their X Factor performances are worth watching, but if you are unfamiliar with One Direction on the X Factor, this one is worth watching because it is just so adorable and like seeing where they are now, it's good. Um, but like I think I I remember like ta- them talking about like rehearsal and how. Zane could never figure out when to come in because he does come in here on, I guess, the second verse. Um, da, 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 I, yeah, whatever it is. He comes in after Liam um, and he can't figure out when to come in in rehearsals. And like, it, he, I, he, he does kind of mess it up live too, you know, and he's trying. He's so nervous. Um, but yeah, it's like they clearly do like nothing about music. They're just all singing their little hearts out and like it's it's all kind of awful but like honestly part of me is surprised that they even made it past this round to be honest when I saw that back I was like who was like yes um they were all just really cute you know I think that's like (laughs) I mean I will also say if you look back at that x-factor year it really just kind of was um I would say there was more comedy than talent going on like you know what I mean? Like, obviously, comedy is a talent, but I think it was just like that was just a year of like um, the like you you had like a few really really good serious ones, but you also had so many just like outliers who were just like such characters that I think that I understand why One Direction was probably like on the better end, <laughs> the better scale of talent in it. Um, yeah. But like, it's just. I mean, I think also considering, like, I I think I gave One Direction so much flack for, like, their lack of stage presence in, like, the latter end of their career. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, all you ever did was just say massive thank you. But, like, watching these X Factor days, I was like, oh, my God. Y'all really grew out here. Like, amazing. Um, the others, I mean, so I think uh, after Viva La Vida, it all basically much stayed the same. I think you saw a lot of... Like Zane, like Zane got like Zane's in Viva La Vida, Zane's voice was like so shaky, but like as the weeks goes on, he gets like stronger and stronger. I feel like the moment where I was like, um, wow, Harry Styles is Harry Styles, is she's the one, which is like I think their second to last week being there. Um really? Okay. I think that's the one where I was like, now I see it, Harry Styles. Cause I think 
yeah, I think even like I think Harry sounded better than Liam in this song. <sighs> Um, and they sang it with like Robbie Williams. Like I think you could, I, I could just see how like he finally was like, and maybe perhaps it's like the lack of nerves because they had made it to the semifinals. So like, okay, we did it. But like I, for me at least, it was like it wasn't until this song that I was like, oh, okay, I think you guys have finally grown into yourselves, and you're not, you don't all just need Liam all the time. That's interesting because I feel like um, the way you look tonight, which I think is like middle of the road somewhere. That's when I feel like Harry, like you see like young Harry becoming Harry. You know what I mean? Like they, yes. him like, I think he sings most of that song, you know? That's true. Yeah. And I feel like he, I, I just felt like he, I don't know. I feel like I was seeing the emergence of like, oh, they're trying to make Harry the lead singer. This is going to happen, you know? Um, but I do, I do see what you mean that like he's standing next to Robbie Williams too. And Robbie Williams like puts his arm around him, you know? And you're like, ah, I see what's happening here. I think the way you look tonight was also when Harry was singing. I think it was really sweet. It was a sweet leery moment because Harry was singing a lot of the solos. And like at the end of it, he had to do his last part. And you just see Liam like put his his hand on art, like his hand on Harry's shoulder. And kind of, it's very sweet. There's also a note I thought about. Well, Kids in America is significant because that's the first time we saw Louis Tomlinson in red chinos. Oh, true. Um, yes. Total Clips of the Heart was when they were wearing makeup, and it was so funny because Baby now okay, had to look like a scary vampire. Yeah, not just makeup, but like with the like red tear stains as if they were in Twilight. Yes. Um, there's also like I also really love that we got to see like Crooner Nile, um, and I didn't realize like how strong his voice was from the beginning. He just needed like it was actually just really strong, and I wish they'd given him more opportunities to like have solos um what song was it Kid, well he's in kids in america he does sing in kids in america yeah he sings it like he's um uh barry manilow it's really funny <laughs> um i feel like the your maybe it was your song yes yes perhaps i don't know but like you i think whenever Nile was given a solo he really rose to the occasion and it was very very sweet but i think um, did you have any other performance song, any performances you wanted to discuss? Um, you know, I think there's, I, there is just some funny choices made in the X Factor that aren't just very significant. It's just like, why, why this song? Why? Um, but, um, I just, I feel like your song just was one of them that just really stands out for me. I mean, I also just want to point out that Louis is wearing the hood. Like some of the fashion mm. choices too are just, I think, really cute during this era. Like Louis is wearing a hood over his head as his like outfit like I don't understand um but I just felt like that one I mean I think it is mostly just the Liam and Harry song um but like it does sound it felt to me like they were finally like coming into their own and like it was like all oh, you have more confidence um so I really liked your song did you have any that you want to talk about no that was about it it was I think it was also formulaic it was also formulaic but I think and I think the one thing I did end up and I think what was beautiful was watching them sing Torn One last time and how, which was supposed to be like their X Factor winner single and just how much they had grown. It's like their harmony was finally on point. They were all on, they were all in tempo. They had rhythm finally, but the camera was only on hair, even though Liam was singing all of it, you know, it's like whatever. But I think one of the notes I had was like, how did they get this far? And I think you think of the video diaries Mm, that yes. um that they put on which wow what a joy to relive 
And I feel like we should also just say to you, if, if you, for some reason you are familiar, they got third in the X Factor yes. this year. Um, so they made it to the finale and got third. Um, but yeah, their video diaries, which were these, um, every week they would have to like recap their week and like they answered fan questions um, and just kind of like, I, I think it's like honestly more like X Factor promotional material, really. Like mm-hmm. let's be real what it was. Um, but I feel like they, and to be honest, I'm not that familiar with X Factor video diaries. Maybe there are other people who use them in similar ways, but I feel like One Direction developed, like showed so much more of their personality and like made themselves, I feel like so in, like endearable. They, they were very endearing. That's my word. Um, in these diaries. But yeah, what, what, what do you want to talk about with video diaries? I just love, so I think this is where we see the brilliance of Louie and Liam and why, why I understand why they fought so much but like the brilliance of it. Like Liam held it down on stage for them, but Louis Tomlinson was all I could think about in this video. Like, cause I watched, like I, I somewhat watched like other, I think years back I watched like other contestants in their video diaries and if they were so serious, blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of boring. But Louis Tomlinson from the word go was like, we are going to capture hearts. Immediately, yeah. like, he was like, and like, they were just, that was the instance where they were like, yes, we're 17, or 16, 17, 18, but like, we're not going to, we're just going to be as ridiculous as possible and they're going to laugh. And I just, I just think that was so beautiful to see like Liam's seriousness on stage, Louis Tomlinson, like, let's be, in, as you said, endearing. And yeah, and I think that's what's great too. I will say, I know that like they had early conflict, but Louis didn't like stand up as someone who seems like, if you just see Louis in these performances, it's not like he's like, he, it's not like he's like laughing through it. Like he's taking it seriously. Very seriously. Stage, right? Um, but I think what's really great about it too, you're right. Like Louis makes these video diaries. I think it's really funny to watch like Liam's, Liam sometimes is there for them. Sometimes I feel like he looks so done. You know, like he's like, Ugh, this is just so annoying. Um, but like, I, I think it's really interesting watching all the other boys just really look to Louis, mm-hmm. you know? Um, for real and like exactly all of them did but and I, I never gave Liam enough credit like Liam was just like he really just stayed true to himself right like mm-hmm. even when he knew that Louis would make fun of him he still answered questions really really sincerely really honestly like he and he didn't exactly he wasn't a wet blanket he just was like he was just like himself he's like I'm not gonna try and fake and be funny I'm just Liam right and I mean he did like it's not like he's there like rolling his eyes and like upset at Louis things like he laughs at Louis right like it's not like he's but I think what's interesting too about Liam in those like Zane and especially Niall and Harry like Niall and Harry seem to be like watching Louis the entire time for you know everything I mean? like, like and also just like, like pulling at him for their attempt for his attention yes exactly they seem like almost like two kids that are like fighting for their older brother's attention yeah. like that's like literally like Niall and Harry in these video diaries Zane is like a little bit like Zane is like clearly like finds like Louis comfortable but I feel like Liam like thinks he's funny but it's not like he does I feel like he doesn't need the same reassurance of Louis not at all but like the rest of them feel like they do yeah not at all um I also so one of like I think the funnier videos was I think was week six where um Louis, where I really seriously think they probably had this conversation, but we have Louis in the middle of in the middle of the staircase while the uh, two are below him and two are above him, and so he's like dressed like a like a stereotypical nerd with like glasses on. His hair's in the middle part. He's wearing a bow tie and a shirt, 
And so he just like starts it being like, uh, before we go on, I'd just like to note that the boys have told me I need to be a bit more serious in these diaries. And so I apologize for being not serious. Um, therefore, I will be more serious. And he's like completely making fun of it. But I think the reason why they put, they totally had the conversation is because I don't know if they're all that good of actors, but you could kind of see how they probably were like, Louis, you have to be more serious. And Louis like, watch me be more serious. And they all just kind of look at the camera like, I can't believe him. I cannot believe him. And then they end up like giggling and laughing along with it. Um, and I also feel like Harry Styles is also one of the people who told Louis to be a little bit more serious. And Louis is like, yeah, no. It's not happening. It's not <laughs> happening. And then Louis, like, in the middle of it, thanks to wonderful acting on Niall Horan's part, it turns out he's actually Superman. Um, he's Clark Kent. And so... Niall yells help. I know. He, and Louis came to, came to the rescue, um, taking off his shirt and having a Superman shirt underneath it. And it's just... Um, it, I just I just think I understand why um, they... I understand like why they were going like if you if you were to put like the efforts they put on stage and the efforts they put in the video guys together like I can understand like how they really did kind of find a winning formula and like if Louie and Liam Payne want to create something together again they really should because they they seem to just be like the yin to each other's yang and they just understand where like one strength is where one is weak and one one is weak where one is strong and they just need to work together because it was just such a beautiful formula. Yeah, I I feel like I think it makes a whole lot of sense about how much songwriting they do together mm-hmm. in like later One Direction years after when you when you like like looking back from this point. Um, and I I will say too, as much as like Louis and Liam, yeah, definitely. I think that like that is like the genius balance of both of them. But I think what's really cute, too, even among all of them, you can see how much they just all love each other, like, right away. Yeah. Maybe that's too strong, like, maybe that's too strong it's for them to, to know each other. But they just seem to gel so well together, and they just seem so comfortable with each other, um, like, right away, even even without Louis, right? Like, as you watch them all try to, like, work around whatever antics Louis is doing that week, and, like, they're all like, okay, now we also have to, like, get this task accomplished, as Louis is just, like going to like read a book or you know like have a tea party with salt you know or like do whatever it is he felt like doing that week um or show up with a trash can on his head um I feel like you can tell like they're like they're making sure each of them has a turn answering the question they're like giving each other like they all sit in different positions um all the times like they're all like they all take turns like sitting next to each other like it, it just seems like they're all five of them are gelling really well too for sure and i think you could have easily had liam payne being like i sing lead i should be in front but like mm, and i i would really love to like hear more about it but liam always just stayed like in the background of all of these videos every single week and it just didn't seem like um he just didn't seem pressed about it about not being the center mm-hmm. of attention and i think that's just so genius and i love him so much um, <laughs> um, but I also think like they also had um, other videos where like they would um, like the chefs of the X Factor house would um, would come and like do videos with them. And I think that's where you got to see like um, how their all their friendships were working. Like I think we like you kind of see where Louie and Zane really were caused so much havoc in that house. Um, right. <laughs> and you think you right. and you saw like Zane's like personality and like Zane is actually just like a really, really silly, silly person. 
He's just mm-hmm. really inconsistent. It just really depends on his mood that <laughs> his mood that day. And it seems it depends on his mood that day and whether or not Louis Tomlinson is in the room. If Louis is not in the room, Zayn is not on. But if Louis is in the room, it's like a hundred percent Zayn go go go. Right. I yeah. I feel like Zayn too um, is like I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they also he's kind of shy to begin with. You know. Like, I think it, like, probably took Zane like, a hot second to open up, and they're like, oh, okay. You know, like, now Zane's like, really... Fun. I think, did they say that happened at the bungalow? But I think, like, in yeah. the, if, when you watch the, like, the, all of these extra, like, Zane isn't, like, at least, because in terms of, like, what we, we got to see of Zane is, like, he's this mysterious person, but he was so silly. Oh, true. He was right. so silly. It was, like, he was, like, he was, like, Louis' energy, I will match it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, as best of my abilities, let's go. And it was just really, really, it was, like, really cool. Because I think, like, in the X Factor days, like, so much focus is on um, Harry and Louis. But, like, you just don't see that, like, Louis and Zayn are equally as ridiculous. Right. Um, together. So- um, which I think all brings us to Simon Cowell is a genius, according to me, Kay. Sorry, listeners, if you highly disagree. But just... Mm-hmm the ability to understand potential, right? Like I think um, in with these like talent competitions, there's sometimes where people just never really, really at all ever get better, right? Like what you see in their auditions is what they're always going to be. And like, we just have to put up with like mediocre singers, but like you can tell that this guy just really understands like artists and like how they evolve and how they grow. And I just think it's, I think it was crazy that he picked these like really big songs. Like he picked the Beatles and Elton John and Rihanna <laughs> and like Rihanna. And, like, he he like did it like, during that time. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, and it's like he didn't like he didn't like make them do like anything easy, right? And he could have found songs that were that better suited them and like made them and like brought out their talent. But he was like, no, you're gonna you are going to sing. All you need is love by the Beatles. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. Some that people are really familiar with. But Simon just was like, no, they're going to do it. And I think even watching a few of the judges, they're like, Simon, why did you choose this song for them? He's like, I just did what I did. Um, and in the end, like, he ended up being so right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say that I think it's, it's interesting that, like, even watching Torn, right? I don't know if you would give those boys a record contract if that like if that like song just like if that is a demo it pops up on your record label i'm not a i'm not a record exec i'm not a music exec but like i i don't necessarily think that they were at the point at the end of the x factor where you would think that they would just have gotten a contract but simon cow's like nope i understand what just happened here um these i'm signing them they're gonna be something you know absolutely which segues to deep Deep gratitude to the UK and Irish fans who voted for these boys every single week on the X Factor. Um, I think in like a video diaries, like I think like week five or we, is it week four where Zane was like, hey, we'd really love to come and see you guys, but there's so many of you that we're not allowed to do it anymore. By the fourth yeah. week, there was already like that kind of fan pandemonium. Um, they were already getting inundated with carrots because um, Louis said he liked girls who, like, who ate carrots. So they all sent him carrots. Um, and I think... Like as much as as much as Simon saw their potential, I think he also saw if this is if this is what the UK is doing and they haven't even released an album, 
let alone done anything. Oh my gosh, what if we just right. perfect them? Right. But in the but I'm surprised like I think where I'm surprised is like in the choices of song, when you're building a pop band in terms of boy bands, like I'm just so surprised that Simon didn't go pop and he didn't try and force him to dance and he didn't try and force him to do blah blah blah. That he was like that he understood that they were going to do like rocky kind of pop mute, like pop <laughs> rocky pop, pop rock. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was really interesting because I don't think, yeah, I don't, yeah, we hadn't, because who, who would have thought of just having five boys on stage just standing there? Simon right. Powell. Right. Or just moving, I think every now and then they have these choreography where they just move to one side of the stage, another ah, la the Up All Night tour era. And then move to the other side of stage. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty much, honestly, their choreography for the next five years. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it is It is just, it is pretty amazing that, like, he was like, we have this boy band that, like, I mean, and, yeah, that just you're right, just stands there, that, like, comes from, like, very, some pretty strong solo auditions, right? But, like, besides Liam Payne, I don't know if anyone could have gotten that far as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. You know, Liam, like, did... Um, and I'm honestly still surprised that Liam, I have not seen enough deep Liam Payne X Factor auditions to understand how Liam didn't get through on his own as a solo artist. Um, but like, yeah, it is just amazing. But also, I like like you kind of segued into it, but the fact that these UK fans took them and like put them everywhere and the fact that they like pushed them on social media and like they were like so so supportive of them right without even like an album with them just being on a reality show I mean I think that is I think Simon like saw that and also was like it's like this really great mutual mutual relationship where he's like ah yes I I will give you more of what you want thank you so much for making this a thing as Simon said in the this is us movie it was a mutual relationship Hmm. and also all those original fans deserve a cut of what One Direction has made they do. They really do. They did free work, and then they made a billion-dollar brand. Right. I mean, and, like, not even that, but, like, I think about where all these five boys are in their solo careers. Like, how much, like, they're all in, like, the top ten richest British musicians under 30. I know. I know. And I, but I think, like, like, and I think going to that in terms of, like, thinking of, like, final, like, reflections on X Factor in them now, I think, um, like, listening listening back to like Niall's performances, you can mm-hmm. see this like very strong voice that was lost during One Direction years. Cause they just didn't let Niall sound, they didn't let Niall sing the way he was singing the X Factor. And now you can see like Niall getting back to like his original, like inspirational roots of like of music loving, which is like those old timey crooners. And I think it's like, I didn't realize that like young Nile was really, really, really there. Um, mm-hmm. And Liam's consistency, I just don't understand. <laughs> and I think, I wish he would go back and look at like the range of songs that he sang so well. And if he could just put that into his solo career, we'd be better off. And then good on Louis for being like, for growing into a, they never let me sing to here is my solo album. Amazing. Yeah. And sad for Harry Styles' puberty. 
Do you, wh- why sat on Harry Styles' puberty? Because I think, like, think these were sixteen and sixteen to eighteen were Harry's were, were seven and seventeen. Yeah, I think X Factor into Up All Night. Harry's. I just really. Lo- I, this was my favorite tone in Harry's voice, and it just oh, sounded like so. Yeah, it just sounded like so rich and so beautiful. Um, and I feel like this is where he's like. Those. That's the range he's tried to stay at since, and it's just not his range anymore. But I thought that was that was when I think his voice was just so interest like was really really interesting. Um, but I think obviously you saw him like we saw him like grow in terms of his like com- being comfortable on stage. Um, yeah, I think too. I mean, and also just like rounding it out, Zane. I think like I think it's amazing to me like looking back and like how little Zane is. Um, is featured really, you know, and like how much Zane's confidence needed to grow for us to get like the incredible voice of Zane Malik to be heard and it's like full beauty and splendor. Um, and like, I'm really glad that like Zane gained confidence throughout that process because yeah. it's, I can't imagine One Direction without Zane like being like fully utilized. Anyway, um, is there, do you have any other thoughts on the X Factor days? Not really. I'm just grateful they happen that we have all these videos still. <laughs> yes. If you, if like, honestly, if you ever need some time and have not explored or the One Direction, there's some great internet content out there. Thank you so much, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, from the beginning of seeing all these um, early days of One Direction, I think it's pretty clear that they have stole my heart at least from the beginning indeed speaking of stole my heart let's talk about it written in 2011 by jamie scott and paul meehan for one direction's debut album up all night um as i said during our up all night highlight episode this song was essentially liam payne's first solo attempt with four wonderful backing vocalists um it really showcased one direction's ability to do pure club pop um, and I really hope that Liam one day re-records it again. Yeah. Like I said in that episode, I love this song. And that's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> Join us next week for Infinity. Where we will be talking about Zayn Malik's fascinating solo career. A massive thank you for listening. All the love.